Chapter 1 Akrotiri, October 30, 1974 The Devil's Claw Professor Vasostematopoulos did not take his next step. He did not breathe. He froze, a living statue with one foot raised in midair. His sixty-eight-year-old mind exploded with disbelief. Ten seconds of eternity passed. Lowering the elevated shoe to the ground, Vassos paid scant attention to the puff of ghostly gray which swirled upward. The ash from the ancient volcano settled back quickly. Another layer of dust covered the shoe's scuffed and worn brown leather. What the hell? Hidden inside? No, no, not possible. He thought he heard a faint buzzing sound emanating from the same spot as the unimaginable glitter of light. Gnarled from years of painstaking digging, his left hand cupped, rotated upward, and covered his eyes. The right hand held a quivering flashlight. It shot a tunnel of light onto his footprint in the ash. His eyes glazed over and began to sting. Vassos blinked. Nine seconds snaked down his spine. He begged his heart to stop racing. Take a breath. Think. This ancient village, cloaked and hidden from mankind for thousands of years, splayed one's consciousness. Acutely aware of this, Professor of Archaeology Vassos counted himself among those charged with providing a proper accounting of this Greek island's history and culture. Too many conundrums existed in every aspect of the lives of its former Bronze Age inhabitants. Too few artifacts presented themselves to mitigate the hot pursuit of truth. Something in that. The past took flight and fluttered in front of his eyes. Like the mythical phoenix, the ruins of Akrotiri on the island of Thera rose from the ashes for the entire world to see, after Professor Stamatopoulos followed his educated instincts. In victory, he held aloft a potsherd of antiquity in Bronos Field as he exuberated over this physical validation of his theories. A venerable Minoan society had existed on this island and met its demise at the hands of one of the most horrific volcanic eruptions in the annals of human existence. Decades of frustration instantly scurried away from him that spring day. The excavation would attract the world stage of academics. Scientific documentation of his postulations would sound their trumpet, as the examination and preservation of whatever silently awaited beneath his feet marched into history. The displacement of all that stood between the weeds of this island, known to be christened through the ages as Santorini, from a Venetian chapel dedicated to St. Irene in a fourteenth-century mooring bay, Thera from Theris, son of the Spartan Otician, Criste, the most beautiful, and Strongyli, the round one, and the city locked in time would soon commence. He often wondered what the Bronze Age inhabitants of Thera called their island. No way to know. Focus, Vessus, he chatted himself silently. Old man, your eyes are playing tricks on you. The syllables clicked as the words compressed and tightened. The sharp eyes of Professor Stamatopoulos, covered by a thick tangle of salt and pepper eyebrows, reflected a rich and glorious testimony to his many decades of brushing and scraping and probing. A penetrating eye stood proud among the attributes of critical importance to Vassos. 
Often, the minute details yielded the greatest basis for supposition. With an arduous jerking motion, the wiry-haired sexagenarian turned his head to the left. He stood at what was known as Room 2 of Zeta Building, one of the smallest complexes in the ruins of Akrotiri. Excavations in Zeta Building, essentially complete, and with the original structure intact, revealed but four rooms— on most days, Vassos could be found working in adjacent Sexty Three, positioned just to the east of Zeta. Zeta and Sexty Three loomed on the southwest tip of the grid of excavations. Is Minos outside the door? Vassos thought he heard someone approaching. He cranked his head around. No one appeared.